and welcome back to Ramble. You did it again. Uh, I literally before. So welcome back to Protein Ramblings. My God. So I got it right the first like four episodes. Uh, no, four, first three episodes, and then four episode four fucked. And I wouldn't mind, but I literally was sat here before we started making a conscious note to be like, no. Protein ramblings, protein ramblings. You need a sign on the wall behind the computer. I need to get, I need to get merch. I need to get merch and stuff up there. That'll uh, that'll fix everything. Uh, but yes, welcome, welcome back to welcome back to the show that goes nowhere. <laughs> uh, protein ramblings. Uh, it's just the three uh, the main guys here today. So myself, Naomi, hello, and Bungle, hello. Um, I'm back again. Yeah, yeah. I know this is a. This is a rare treat. We've got Bungle back for uh, um, like a couple of sessions in clo- uh, a couple of sessions in uh, close succe- succession. That feels like a horrible mm. mouth feel of a sentence, a doesn't funky. it? Yeah. yeah, he's back. Bungle's back, everybody. Just uh, just in time to join us talking about the the impeachment because, like, we talked about politics a lot on this show, and unfortunately, we couldn't really go and let um, an episode of... Well, we couldn't let something as important go by without doing an episode, is what I'm trying to say, really. So, here we are. And I'll start us off. What a fucking farce. (laughs) So, um, like, cards out on the table. Uh, I watched a lot of the impeachment live, mainly the prosecution side of things, because... I'll be truly honest, I tried to sit through a lot of the defense presentation and it made me, like, bile rise in my throat. It was a fucking absolute... I I mean, in terms of a presentation, in terms of a legal presentation, it, like, it it was more akin to something that the Mitchell primary school kids would have done for Big Fat Quiz of the Year. (laughs) So my, my uh, favorite bit had to be um, Mitch McConnell voting. Oh, he's not guilty of this, and then afterwards saying, "Oh, he's, oh, he's guilty." guilty of it. He is, but he is guilty. He's not. He's not guilty, but he's guilty. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's the thing as well. It wasn't. It wasn't even a case of. Um, so he um, like we're fast forwarding to the end here, but why not start at the end and work backwards? Well, I think most of you will probably know what happened now. Well, anyway, yeah, so. no, I mean I know they do, but I want to cover various points. But let, let's start with Mitch McConnell because what an epic asshole! <laughs> like oh. it's a, the ultimate Sith Lord wobble going on. Um, uh, it is a Sith Lord crossed with a turtle. <laughs> he is if Foghorn Leghorn was in charge of the Emperor Empire. You know, it's, it's like if Elmer Fudd was a fucking Darth Maul kind of thing. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, basically, um, obviously, so before the impeachment even began and like went underway, Congress had a vote to uh, decide if impeaching a former president was constitutional, and they voted that it was. Now, after the... Um, after the verdict happened and you know, in which Mitch McConnell voted to acquit, he then made that speech which said, I voted to acquit because I didn't believe this was constitutional. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. You already had a vote and the Congress as a whole, as a, bo- a governmental body, decided it was 
constitutional. Well, more than so, that, he wouldn't have been a former president if it's, you know, the, the, the Democrats put through their articles of impeachment while Trump was still in office. And then McConnell delayed things because, you know, no, we've got to get the new president sworn in. We don't want to be doing these two things at once. And then afterwards was like, oh, well, you know, we can't impeach him now because he's not president now. It's like, well, that was your choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Mitch McConnell was the motherfucker who actually said, no, you know, like there was all this debate about, oh, uh, the, you know, the, the, how, the, like it's one of the, the um, defense arguments was like, oh, well, you know, they, they had, they tried to say, oh, their case wasn't well prepared. They had to bring the articles of impeachment to the, uh, from the House to the Senate twice. I'm like, motherfucker, they had to bring it twice because you wouldn't accept it the first time round. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, the entire American system was a totally fight. I mean, obviously, stuff going on this week in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that shit goggles the mind. It's like, oh yeah, we decided we're going to be our own power grid. But the rest of the US shares is shared across two main power grids. So like, if a state's low on energy, they can draw energy from the next yeah. state. Obviously, Texas being, we're Texas, we're the lone star state. Texas! Decided to have their own grid. But the reason for that was to avoid government regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted fucking Sorry. They're like, I think it's 80 or even 90% of their um, power plant is all, um, is like, well, fossil fuel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, lots, of natural, lots, of, lots of natural gas, lots of, lots of natural uh, gas, and that's a big problem because yeah. the natural gas is frozen in the pipes. Even nuclear it's, power, even nuclear power plants can't yeah. co- haven't been able to cope with the cold. Yeah, because their cooling systems have frozen in the cold. <laughs> um, but like they're blaming renewable energy for this. Like, well, no, it's it, this. If we didn't have solar power, that like mm. it would be completely. This is it's all solar power's fault. The wind turbines are frozen. Yeah. It's all it's all oh, AOC's fault. <laughs> oh, we we can't use wind turbines. They don't work in cold temperatures. And the you're amount like, of well, responses I've seen, like your other stars. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're saying that um, the Antarctic science um, like, uh, stations here, well, in Antarctica, obviously, powered by wind. Mm. So wind like, power generators. Um, are, are we saying that if power. you are we saying that if you properly prepare for certain weather situations, your your equipment will work in those weather situations? Yeah. I mean, amazing. Uh, no, no offense to actual the Texans who are having to live. Uh, so we'll go through it. So my, you're, not, my, you're, you're in Texas. You're not supposed. This is not weather that you yeah, usually have. This is like, this is global warming effect. Yeah. Like, regardless of your political leanings or whatever, you know. My heart goes out to everyone who's having to live through this this shit mm. because it's fun. I you know, like I get I, I we lived in a house with no heat for three years. You remember the elms? Like oh, God, yeah, the, the, so, I, I, and that wasn't in the temperatures that these guys have right now. And I remember how shit that was. We like we had four inches of snow, and I went to fucking pieces, being like, I can't live with this. Like this is the worst. This is the apocalypse. I'm gonna die every time I go outside. And, like. You know, yeah, we've got good all, central heating. <laughs> all my sympathy to the Texans yeah. because I, I just genuinely would not go. Yeah. And yeah. Like, all the Republican senators there are like, well, it's nothing to do with it. No, cruise fucking up Cancun. Oh, no, mm. I was just chaperoning my daughter down there. I was going back the next day. Motherfucker, no, yeah. yeah. Changed his ticket from the week to the following day. I'm sorry, yeah. lizard people don't know how to be good parents. Well, they also don't well, have them. Um, they're young. They also have problems maintaining, you know, their own body temperature. So I kind of understand. Yeah, I mean, I guess as a lizard person, he kind of was going to die. But... They oh, left yeah. their dog behind. But, yeah. yeah. But there was a security guard there with the dog, but... It's still um, not a, a good why thing. Are you traveling, <laughs> why are you traveling during a global pandemic? Yeah. B, 
to Mexico oh, as well. Yeah, like, which is not, you know, not oh, really handed the, the pandemic all that well, all things considered. No, it's also the the I irony mean, of, um, oh, we're funny, my, me and my family are finding it difficult to survive in these conditions here mm-hmm. in my country, so I'm going to go across the border to a country that is actually somewhere I could be fine and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, the, what, the, oh, the country that we wanted to build the wall between, by the way. Yeah. And, um, like Mexico should, like Mexico should just have a hard no GOP senators allowed in this country rule. Yeah. <laughs> just like fuck um, you guys. But um, I think one of my favourite things I've seen in Not response to his stuff is um, it was a Twitter post of someone saying I can't remember who it was, so I can't credit them. But it was not me. It was someone on Twitter. It was. Um, if the Zodiac Killer is still alive, he's going to come out and reveal himself so people stop thinking he's Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Like, I mean, yep. like, I, I would rather, like, there are there are very few people, like, I mean, if someone ever, like, like Ted, being called Ted Cruz is like the height of insult. It's like, you know, being slapped in the face with a glove and challenged to a duel to the death. If some motherfucker <laughs> called me Ted Cruz, I would savage them. Like, I could not think of a higher grade insult. Can you not? Like, not even from very recent history? Well, I, like, I, like... Donald Trump? Trump is, like, okay, so being called Trump, like, you could... There's, <laughs> he's an absolute asshole cunt. But at least Trump, you know got himself uh, elected president, I guess. There's, Trump's, if nothing else, Trump can market can himself, I, Can I right? intervene? Ted Cruz can't even market <laughs> Can himself. I intervene right here and say, Actually, Russia got you are you. defending Donald Trump? No. <laughs> because she, like, I fucking hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> like, I hate, I actually hate Ted Cruz more than Trump because Cruz is ultimately far more spineless than he is. Mm. That's the only, and that, like, that's the, that, that's how low that bar is for one. But like, if I had to be locked in a room with one of two people and the choices were Trump or Cruz, at least Trump would provide some comedy. You know, he'd spur out some bullshit that you would find funny. Like, whereas Ted Cruz, it would be like sitting with the most malignant tumor crossed with the void of all charisma yeah, with but- a beard. Ted Cruz isn't going to try and grab me by the pussy. Yeah, but no, I don't. Have so that that's you know that factors into my decision. And you don't know that. Oh, my, I my think favorite I do. thing about um, Ted Cruz being behind the whole, oh, yeah, make America great again. It's like, um, dude, you're Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all the, all the um, this is what I find really interesting because a lot of the news media are talking about Cruz priming himself for a presidential run. How if he's not? He wasn't born in America. How he, surely yeah. he's not viable. He's I not. think you'll find but, that uh, the rules are different for the GOP. Obviously, Harry and Meghan, they've, uh, they've completely renounced their their royal titles mm-hmm. now. Uh, so so, they're ju- no longer so, having so any now he's just, our, he's just our Harry. <laughs> yeah, he's just Harry Windsor. Um, <laughs> just our Harry. Yeah. <laughs> but they're expecting another child, which will be born on American soil. Therefore, could become US president. <laughs> Play the game. Is this all just yeah, a long game to get to, America back in? The- <laughs> yeah, to take back the colony. <laughs> I mean, hell, like I'm not. Pro- I, is- I'm not pro colonialism, but I mean, like, if the like, I mean, we might oh, actually no. There's I was gonna, like, say, I was gonna say we might do a better job, and then I remembered who's in yeah, power in the say, UK. And went, no, we can't criticize we, shit. Yeah, we just need to 
Let America's library. I like. I, I just want to actually say something before we go back into talking about the impeachment and ranting about stuff. I know we've railed on America a lot throughout uh, throughout our many shows, but I want to make something abundantly <laughs> clear. Abundantly clear. Oui. I am well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I want to make something really abundantly clear. This is not me railing on America, the country, or the ideals that it stands for. Because if you actually look at America and it's what it aspires to be that's actually a really great thing like you know the the core ideals of american uh ideology are actually really good and i would never say i would never try to say otherwise you know that like we the people land of the free all men created equal granted you know when that was written that meant all white men created equal but you know they've they've modified it over the years it's a nice idea it is a really right. nice idea. And, the, you know, when the, when there is a, a good leader in power and they strive to uh, to live up to that ideal, America, obviously, there are problems there. You know, the biggest problem that would ever put me off living there is the healthcare situation. I could not deal with that. Yeah. Um, and we have a privatized healthcare system here in the Netherlands, but it's nowhere near as predatory as, as it is in uh, America. But what, I, what I'm saying is, uh, what I'm really trying to get across and be clear about here is I am not anti-America by any stretch. Some of my uh, close best friends live in America or from America. Um, and there are lots of places in America that I would love to go and visit. Um, so in Oregon please, is an amazing city. So please, all our American listeners, don't take like, every, like take everything we say with a grain of salt. Some of it's you know accentuated for comedic value and well, everything. Well, and like it's it's not about America the people. It's about the power system in it America, is. which I think you know is right criticism yeah. same as a lot of other places in the yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, you, you can level a lot of the same criticism. And we have done a lot of the same criticisms can be leveled at the UK um, and hell, the Dutch. And the Dutch government? Yeah, Dutch government is no fucking better. Every major Western political power has got some fucking issues, all right? Oh, um, it's just America is the forefront of all of it. It's because democracy is bullshit, but we haven't thought of anything better yet. Yeah, pretty much. In my opinion. Um, I mean, I think the idea of democracy is great, but I think like with communism, Democracy doesn't work because of human nature. This is it's that thing I always say: as soon as you have enough people in one place that you need to govern them, you have too many people to govern. Yeah. So what we really true. need is anarchy. Hey, I'm down for a bit of anarchy. That's my pitch. So we're, yeah, we're pitching. So this is now the anarchist handbook, <laughs> one hundred and one. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, the, like all seriousness, I, I like you know the ideals and the the what uh, America very much aspires to be is something worth lauding um i do genuinely believe that but um it just you know they the country you know they fall short it's it's how you correct and course it and let's be honest since biden's gone to power this has been another good thing during the impeachment was biden didn't really get involved at all and he just cracked on doing his fucking job which has been yeah. really refreshing to see um but it, it's refreshing to not have constant tweet updates from the president of the United States of America. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Do you know what I think, though? Did we Were we talking about this today or did we see it somewhere? Or did I read it somewhere? How Trump no longer being on social media is causing huge problems for politicians like Ted Cruz. Because if Trump was still able to spew, the Ted Cruz going to Mexico thing probably wouldn't have broken the headlines because Trump would be dominating the news cycle. 
Yeah. But without him, all these, you know, these other things that look like maybe even comparatively minor things when you're talking about the shit Trump used to do or say, they're really being mm. magnified. So. Oh, aren't they just? Aren't <laughs> no, it's, they just? it's good in a way. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, it's nice to have something in the news that isn't um, that isn't just fucking Trump I mean, being like, nasty. Asshole politician goes on holiday is much better than asshole politician tries to overthrow democracy. Yeah, completely. So, speaking of which, let's just tie this back into talk about the impeachment. So, starting off with the House managers, I do want to like I, they all were spectacular. Um, I was particularly impressed by Plaskett. Uh, she was she was the, like because we tuned tuned in about halfway through uh, the first day of um, uh, of uh, proceedings, and it, it, we tuned in just as Plaskett started speaking, um, and she was phenomenal. Like, and it was really impactful to see all of them. You know, when they were talking about the events and taking, uh, you know, presenting the evidence and walking through the events of uh, Insurrection Day, the January the sixth. You could you could see the raw emotion that they were feeling talking about this and like you know how how it must have affected everyone that went through it apart from maybe people like M- Marjorie Taylor Greene and Boba and Hawley who you know are the fucking worst. It's a it's something that we we touch on in 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 my job a lot is revictimization and how even once a crime is done, a victim can still be. Uh, affected and, and re-victimized. And, you know, these people were not only victims of the crime, they've now had to stand up and walk the world through what happened to them again and again and again, what? knowing that it's not going to make a shred of difference. While taking shit from uh, their, you know, their colleagues. Yeah. Yes, they may be on an op- opposing political party, but they're still their colleagues that they work with on a daily basis. Like, you know, you you talk about, like, the stuff that was uh, alleged about Boba, um texting and tweeting out locations of where they were being moved to um it's like how can you go to work knowing these people would have been happy to see you killed Mm. and there's like there's no there seems to be no there's no process like if you went to work and started threatening the guy in the cubicle next to you somebody would do something right you you wouldn't just be able to do that i mean look at marjorie taylor green they um they well they they didn't censure her or something. No, they, they, they removed, they removed her, her from her, her committee duties. Yes, so she's basically just sitting in Congress doing nothing, which really is tantamount to what most GOP senators do anyway. Well, uh, wasn't didn't the GOP actually not release the remover, and the Democrats actually had to vote to yeah. get her removed because initially oh, they're like get, they get her commissions removed. GOP, yeah. Like you, we want her removed from these commissions. It's gonna it look better for you guys if you do it. But yeah, it's just like, okay, we all have a chat with her. Well, we told her not to do any of this stuff again. She <laughs> said she won't. She thought that QAnon, she fell into that QAnon bullshit somehow. But now she believes... The, By being a moron. Yeah. Uh, so it's all going to be fine. It's like, no, 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 she's out. Fuck uh, you. Well, you know, I I kind of hate it as well because it made me feel sympathy for Liz Cheney. <laughs> Liz Cheney, wife of Satan. Daughter, daughter. <laughs> daughter, sorry. I keep saying wife. <laughs> There's, there's more than two chainings. I know. That's part of the problem. <laughs> but yes, the daughter, I mean, obviously, the, the sins of the father should not be attributed to the child, mm. obviously. But, you know, like, you know, like, you feel bad for Mitt Romney. But, and it's the thing is, like, you know, I, can't, I respect Republican senators that, all right, I don't believe, uh, I don't share your beliefs and your values. But 
if you have a modicum of human decency and uh, self uh, and respect and uh, for the judicial process and uh, respect for your office like those senators that did vote to convict showed that they at least have some then you know i can at least respect that even if i don't necessarily agree with all your viewpoints um but yeah and it's been really fucked as well because um before we cycle back to talking about the actual impeachment, like all the, the seven Republican senators, um, with the exception of Mitt Romney that voted to convict, all of them are facing censure back home in their local in their in their states for for voting against the party. Mm-hmm. Which hello, hello. did we, did you hello. drop? Yeah, my internet dropped out for a second. <laughs> well, you, I did. You did we didn't fr- notice. We didn't notice. <laughs> you didn't know you did freeze. I didn't notice. That's why I just carried on. But I was just saying. Um, yeah. That was uh, really fun. Uh, I was just saying, like all those, the, uh, with the exception of Mitt Romney, uh, the six other senators that voted to um, convict Trump in the impeachment hearing were all facing some kind of censure uh, by their uh, back in their states. And it's like, what the fuck? You can't censure people for voting anyway. That, 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 they did their job. You know, even if you voted to acquit like if a democrat voted to acquit because they for whatever reason they thought the the defense argument was compelling because they damaged their brain in well i mean to be honest i thought i was getting brain damage listening to some of that shit um but you know like you can't censure someone for make for acting a vote in congress right because it was their fucking job so um but coming Uh, back to Sorry, the GOP's um, terrified with the the cult of Trump still yeah. hangs over them. If they turn against Trump, they will lose all those voters, and they will start voting for independents. Yeah, they they really need to de-stress and like just chill the fuck out. And I think they all they all they all need some some hardcore counselling post Trump. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, some of them are just fucking power hungry nasty pieces of work and just see Trump and his base as a way to further their own ends. But I do think some of the GOP senators just need some hardcore relaxation. Um, like a trip to Mexico. Or, speak, or you know, speaking of... <laughs> they, need to, they, need to, they need to take some CBD and chill the fuck out. Speaking of which, uh, this show again uh, brought to you this time by easypeasycbd.co.uk. Um, check them out for all your CBD needs. Um, they have their crumbles, uh, vape oil, vape juices, uh, oils, uh, all the stuff to make your own um, CBD uh, consumables, and um, a great range of different um, pro- CBD profiles, uh, including CBD, CBG Forward, Flow Form broad spectrum and full spectrum and if you head over there now and use the code rambling you will get 40 percent off your order so that's easy peasy cbd.co.uk code rambling 40 percent off your order anyway back to the impeachment <laughs> i thought that was pretty smooth. yeah <laughs> seamless um yeah so um plaskett was really good um the main how uh, the main um Oh, what was the what was his name? The main manager was it Raskin? Raskin, he was fucking phenomenal. Like they all conducted themselves incredibly well. Um, it was I tell you what, it was really, really quite mind blowing at times to walk, when they were walking through the footage and some of that's never before on CCTV footage. 
Like the one that really hit me was when you saw um um speaker, uh majority leader of the Senate now. Pelosi? Uh, Pelosi. No, 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 she's House. Her yeah. Senate count Senate counterpart, old white dude. I know. Uh, Narrow down. He, uh, the leader of the, the old the, white dude in the Senate. <laughs> oh shit! Why can't I remember his name? I'm having such a brain fart. You have the internet right in front of you. Yeah. Um, Is it Schumer? Yes, Schumer. Schumer. When you saw Schumer walking, being escorted by his bodyguards, and you see him just go out of the camera view, and then like a second later, you just see them all legging it back. It makes you realize how close these people came to actually being assaulted and being caught by the mob. There was um, the whole thing with uh, Pelosi's staff barricading themselves in the office and they played that call from one of them inside the office and you can hear the mob outside just pounding on the door. It's like, you are a politician and no point in you, in, a, in a, what is supposed to be a first world modern country. There shouldn't, you should not have to worry about that kind of thing happening when you go to work. I think um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez was talking about how at one point when they were hiding in an office, um, a police officer came in and told them they had to leave. And they were like, we don't know if we can trust him. We don't know if he's on our side. Yeah. There's just, there's no yeah. way to tell. You think how terrifying that must be? Like, this guy could be here to help me, well, or he could usher me off face. to kill me. <laughs> Well, there was those cops who just opened the fucking barricade and yeah. just walked off. It's yeah, like, I mean, th there was a lot. No, no. I th I, sorry, the ones taking selfies with the fucking mm. protesters as well. It's just like. I do think there's a lot more that's going to come out in terms of uh, criminal investigations that may go oh, into yeah, 100%. this. There's, and, well, like, there's going to be like a 9-11 style commission, isn't there? Yeah, um, so I think there's going to be a lot more um, stuff that comes out. And I'm, I'm, like, I know I keep saying it, but this is why Trump didn't want Biden to have security briefings, and this is why he stalled on it for so long. This is why he, after he lost the election, he started getting rid of staffers at the Pentagon and replacing them, and everyone was like, well, what's he doing? What's the point? This is why. Yeah, completely, completely. Um I do think it's um, it, 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 there is a lot more that we as much detail as the house managers went into in their presentation. There's so much that we still don't know about. Not only the events that happened on that day, but the events that led up to that day. Who more was involved? One of the one of the funniest things that I find is um, is like Women for Trump, uh, one of the super PACs that uh, helped like organize the Save America rally. That was the 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 you know effectively the the meeting point for the insurrection. Um, mm. uh, that's one of the super PACs that Linda McMahon was involved in. So there's WWE money in that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be as well. It's going to be interesting. Um, to look at what has happened since then, because you know, I was telling you the other day that they're talking about having, um, the, the you know they're talking about future protests and they're talking about how Trump's going to get sworn in on the fourth of March and it's this very significant date for really arcane, proper like culty reasons. Um, like I, I yeah, I mean I don't know if something on this scale is going to happen again, but I feel like this isn't the last time something like this will happen in Trump's name. Yeah, Although, I mean, completely. <clears throat> I I would totally agree with that. Um, I, I, I mean, well, that's the one thing that always gets drawn attention to is um, the parallels between the initial failed uh, Munich Butch, yeah. where basically he should have been tried as a traitor to the state. But it's like, uh, he's learned his lesson. He spent a couple of years thinking about what he did. That's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. That yeah. Book what, he wrote, what can they do? I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. it's 
it's terrifying that there there is that parallel there. So mm-hmm. I know like the word Nazi gets bounded around so much. I'm not saying, oh, I mean, some of them are fucking horrible people. Some of them are just groups. Nazis though. Like, you know, yeah. they have the ideologies they follow, the things they espouse, the things they want aren't are, are yeah. Nazi things. So I think it's fine to say that there are Nazis there. Yeah, there are definitely Nazis there. I don't want I don't like to tar everyone with the same brush. <laughs> if you're a Republican, I'm not going to call you an outright Nazi. If oh, no. no, I think I think it's one of those things. So it's like not all Republicans in America are Nazis, but probably all, all Nazis in America Nazis are, are Republicans. Republicans. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely, I, I definitely, yeah, I would agree, agree with that. And this is the thing: it's like I do feel bad for um, Republican voters out there that are just, you know. That are just normal people that vote Republican because you know the, the, there are there are some arguments you can that you, where you can see why people would vote Republican in certain states because you know historically there has been um, a tendency by uh, some Democratic um, part like leaderships and stuff to kind of almost forget about some of the more rural areas of America. But I think it has it, been proved to be a misconception that those are the people you know that the working class left behind. Are the people who were involved in? Oh no, I don't think. No, I'm not saying. Or they even were. necessarily that those make up the bulk of Trump supporters. No, I think, no. You know the, the demographics show. I'm that... saying exactly the opposite. I'm saying those are the normal, everyday, just they're just normal art Republican voters. They're not outright nasty, malicious people. They're just voting for the party which they genuinely think is going to benefit them more. Um, so yeah, no, I, I completely agree, I, and that's what I mean. Like those people are. I feel bad for those people. Um, you know, like I said before, I don't necessarily, I don't, uh, as a left, a left leaning, um, person in general. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I like to think of myself as a progressive, um, or a liberal fucking snowflake. Um, I might not be, uh, agree with all their views, but I do feel bad for them because they do, they do end up being tarred with that same brush, um, that, is now the what looks to be the modern day GOP, or at yeah. least the face of the modern day GOP. And at what point can you actually say that someone is like, okay, you're no longer a legitimate political? I can't say you can't maybe not party, but at least a, you are yeah. no longer a legitimate politician. You are not like so listening listening a lot to Titus uh, a podcast. Um, and one one of the points that struck struck me uh, in one of their recent episodes they were talking about, Marco Rubio has basically not passed any legislation the entire time he's been in a in office. Are what are you broke? doing there? What are you fucking doing there apart from just blocking pro- progress and blocking shit? Making shady money on the side somehow? This is it. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy, you know. Um, I know we've got to get back to talk about the, the actual impeachment, but it's kind of crazy when you think about um the like the stimulus bill or the you know the what's what's biden's name for it is it the, the american, american rescue plan american rescue plan that's the one um the fact that that is still you know the fact that they, there are objections to it and like you know oh no we need to sit down when you talk about this too much money it's like oh the deficit and like you know, like motherfuckers you are in the entire world is in a crisis that no one, well, even though a lot of people did see it coming and tried to warn people about it, no one was actually fucking prepared for. The only way out of it is to spend fucking money. 
Like, you have to spend money on this shit. You can't sit there being, oh, well, no, we can't really spend this billion, these trillions on getting a, a, an efficient vaccine rollout and making sure that everyone's got fucking heat and get providing effective... Although, you know, Biden did immediately start sending relief funds and, uh, and aid to Texas without saying a word, even though Texas is, you know, the constant state of, fuck you, everybody. Um, Biden's just like, yep, no, we'll sweep in. Um, but oh, um, AOC raised a million dollars in four that, hours. Yeah. And she's going down there Texas. to do, yeah. like, is she going to be working in a, in a food kitchen? Is there a food bank or mm. something like that? And, and this, is the, this is the fundamental difference between uh, why, between what is like the majority of the GOP uh, versus the Democratic Party is that, you know, Democrat, the Democratic Party wants everything to get better for everybody equally. Um, and they want everybody to succeed, whereas the GOP only want the people they like to succeed. Looks like I don't even think it's, it, you know, the, the Democrats or and Democrats, progressive, socialist, people like that, look around and say, okay, it was tough for me. How can I make it better for the people coming next? The people on the other side of the aisle are looking around saying, well, it was tough for me, so why should they get it easy? Yeah, that, that, there is definitely an element to that as well. Um, and cycling back into what I'm trying to talk about the get-go, <laughs> the impeachment. So um, as I was saying, yeah, with the footage that came out, one of the things that um, I found genuinely harrowing was the body cam footage and the stuff that, uh, you know, here, like seeing the... Um, what like hearing the radio calls from the police and just getting the kind of real feel of like what it was like on the ground for hours for these people and it it was something that was brought up in the uh, house manager's defense uh during that. there are a number of uh policemen uh capital policemen and i think it's four now suicides post the insurrection because people you know from like basically ptsd because you know if you look at it from uh the police on the ground there they effectively went through a battle you know and not even like a modern military like there were there were cops there that were in iraq and that said that said they you know when they were in firefights in iraq they were less frightened than they were during this because let's face it this was basically like medieval type combat hand-to-hand beating each other with fucking whatever's available that was like you know when you talk about um you know you listen to someone like dan khan he's talking about like the roman battles and the guys just clashing that's what this was this wasn't modern combat this was down and dirty gritty fucking as well nastiness and this is just an assumption, if you're working as a capital police officer, you're probably not expecting to deal with a violent, raging mob. Whereas if you're out in Iraq as a soldier, you're like, okay, yeah, some shit's yeah, probably yeah. going to go down at some point. But, um, so, and you look at the defense, uh, the defense's case, and one of the things that really stuck out to me that was, I think, um, I'll come back to talking about uh, a bit more about the prosecution, but while I mentioned it, that really, while we're talking about the grit and the horribleness of all, uh, that really stuck out to me um, in terms of grit and horribleness was uh, that like 11 minute video they compiled of largely women and largely women of color using the word fight, not taking in like basically trying to discount any any context around the use of words. Um, it was fucking abhorrent to watch. 
in all mm. honesty, especially because they focused on Kamala Harris, AOC, and people like that who have genuinely had to fight for where they are right now because the system has been working against them. And using fight in that context is not the same as saying you need to go down to the capital and fight to get your country back. Well, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's a narrative that works really well. As you know, Mm -hmm. this angry black woman, you know, you can't, you know, women's emotions can be discounted, you know? So it's a good tool because a lot of people buy into it. Yeah. I I don't think it matters if it was effective or not here because the outcome was pretty much already decided. So they could do what they wanted, you know, the defense. They could have... Well, I mean, I mean, they, they kind of did. did. Yeah, just you know, throw shit at the wall for three days, yeah. and the result would have been the same. But the tactics they did choose to go with are really sort of insidious, misogynistic, racist. They're rooted in all the things that makes the modern GOP what it is. Yeah, very much so. Um, and it it, it 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 kind of drives home when you think about the fact that they were able to dismiss the the plight and the the suffering and the bravery of all the people that defended them and still not hold the man responsible accountable and it was i think the thing that was one of the things that was most galling is okay you can argue that maybe maybe his that was not his intent when he spoke at the rally let's play some devil's advocate there that yeah. argument completely disintegrates when you look at his conduct once the uh, the insurrection and the writing began. He refused yeah. to help. He refused to do anything. <clears throat> All reports were he was gleeful and joyous and happy that this was happening. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, Bungle, did you see the thing that where they admitted the the on the I think it was on the was it on the Saturday? Yeah, it would have been on the Saturday where uh, I think it was Friday night, it came out one of the Republican um, senators um, made a social media post uh, about a call to... Oh, so Kevin McCarthy and Donald Trump had the call. And it was, I'm forgetting her first name, Harara Butler. Yes, yes. Thank you. Who See, this is, this is why I love having Naomi here. She she mm. she has she has a brain of but, fact. Like, <laughs> no, no, I forget. My, I forget the names. You know, on a daily basis, how shit my memory is, and you're like, oh god, I'm glad Naomi's here because she remembers things. Hey, you always remember the shit that I forget. <laughs> I just I forget everything else. Yeah, my brain is just full of politicians' names and the lyrics to jump around. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Nice. laughs> it's 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 a useful skill, um, but yeah, oh, yeah. So that's that came out um, that she uh, so she heard, she she overheard this call between Trump and McCarthy McCarthy where McCarthy was say like pleading for help saying send help and it ended with the Trump saying first he said it was Antifa. And then McCarthy's like, no, these are your people. You need to call it off. And then he comes back and says, oh, well, I guess they're more upset about the election than you are. Yeah, he's he's a piece of fucking work. He, <laughs> he incited a fucking insurrection, uh, refused to call his, well, dogs off. Refused to call in the National Guard. Yeah. 
It's it... but and, but then all of them, apart from seven of them, just quietly folded. You know, like like I remember, God, you know, the day the day of the vote certification and the insurrection, we had mm. um we had it playing throughout the night, didn't we? Like you had something running on your phone or something. Yeah, I basically said like I. I, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and hearing Lindsey Graham talking about like you know I tried to help, I'm done. I wanted him to win. I wanted Biden to lose, but this is too much. I'm done. It's over. And like 24 hours later, they're all like. Hmm, maybe we backtrack because, you know, it looks like actually maybe people aren't that bothered. Lindsey Graham is one of the most hypocritical motherfuckers ever. Like, motherfucker, like, you know, like comes out on the on the Senate floor the day of afterwards when they resume going, oh, you know, I, I stood by Trump. I thought he was great, but this has gone too far. I've had enough. I'm out. Like, those are virtually his words, exact mm. words. Um, and then, yeah. One plane ride later, and oh no no no! If if Pelosi calls one, if they call one witness, then you know we're gonna. What did Pelosi know? We're trying to sow these seeds, at the, these ridiculous seeds of doubt. Well, I think. I mean, I assume that once the initial shock passed, and they were all like, "Okay, we're all still alive. That's good." They realized that you know, the base mm. were kind of like, "Oh, it's a shame this all failed." You know, yeah, and like, okay. Yeah. You know, Trump hasn't turned people off or hasn't turned enough people off with this which, for us to abandon Trump. Which is kind of scary in itself. It it really said, like, you know, there's a lot of talk. So it turns out, you know, he's still using, uh, like, the presidential seal on letterheads and stuff from the, yeah. the stuff that he's producing out of Mar-a-Lago. Um, he still wants people referring to him as Mr. Bradley. He is... Um, well, the if you served as president of the United States, you... Reserve the I, right to keep the title president. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's people have to refer to him as the forty fifth president. They're yes. not allowed to say former president or anything like that. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Hmm. Um, he he is like he's fucking um, Christian Bale psycho levels of narcissist. Well, he's just out there forming his little like shadow pretend shadow government. Yeah. Isn't he? That's, you know, it, it's it, I mean you know like I guess is Florida part of the South? Does Florida count as a southern state? I don't yeah, know. I think so. yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Florida. Yeah, it's, it's just along from like Louisiana and that. Mm. Can, can we refer to him as Florida president? Like, you know, like Florida man. Florida, no, we should just refer to him as Florida, Florida man. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just replace the word Trump with Florida man in all news articles. It'll yeah. be much easier to bear. <laughs> yeah, I am looking forward to the, the arrest um, headline of Florida man arrested for. <laughs> For um, interaction. In interaction. Mm-hmm. And it's just a picture of Donald Trump with a uh, must up hair like he's on meth. <laughs> oh, man. See, there's a silver lining. I'm just waiting for the Florida man arrested for fucking daughter. <laughs> I'm not waiting for that. I'm going to say. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, aren't they, aren't they priming, like trying to prime fucking Ivanka for a run as well? Well, no, apparently she called Marco Rubio and told him that she wasn't going to primary him so he can sleep safe. Oh, good. Like, I mean, oh, because I, a, um, a Trump's word is as good as their bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mind that none of the Trump children or Trump are allowed to sit on charity cat boards or anything anymore. This is how shady these fuckers are. Um, but again, I'm going to keep cycling us back to the impeachment because this is what I wanted to talk about overall. <laughs> um, well, it's all about the, the whole. Well, system. yeah, it is. It is. It's. It, it's. It's. Like you said, one of the things that I, I'm genuinely glad now, at least it's it's starting to come to some form of end, uh, at least in the in 
the bigger the bigger mm. things are starting to wrap up. Obviously, you know, that like we say, there's gonna be a lot more stuff coming out and there's potential criminal investigations, but I've lost so many nights of sleep due to fucking trying. No, yeah. not doom, not even doom scrolling. Oh. <laughs> just the, the you know, these big events that have happened, like the insurrection, the election. All these things, I've, I've mm. stayed up and watched them ha- watch them unfold live, and the election was brutal because it was days of that shit. Um, uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, at least glad that I can now go to bed at night and be like, I, I know I'm not going to wake up in the morning. And, well, it's a very low, it's a much lower chance that I'm going to wake up in the morning and find, oh, shit, the capital has been attacked or whatever. Um, yeah. But, in in terms of the the impeachment case, I, one of the things that I really wanted to commend was the like I've said before the con- conduct of the house managers and how they kept going and kept things so highbrow for want of a better phrase, even knowing that what they were doing was kind of a fruitless effort in at least in the sense of attaining a conviction. Yeah, it wasn't. It's, it's for the historical record, yes. isn't it? Really, and you know, it like I mean, Fox would barely you know fox didn't properly cover that shit at all so you know you're not going to convert any fox watchers but other people that may have seen more of it, like the hope is that you know more people would have seen that and that maybe have still were still kind of like oh you know trump trump's my guy after watching that i kind of like maybe not like i i it may not be a huge sway a sway of the, the population or the, that that base but i like to think that at least some people saw that presentation and went, actually, this dude is not the dude. Well, I think that, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know the numbers at all off the top of my head, but people are leaving the Republican Party. They have started to leave since January 33,000 so far, I think, mm. is around the ballpark of uh, of registered voters that have, uh, have deregistered as Republicans. Um, I don't know what the percentage are, are, are that have gone to vote Democrat, or the or just registering an independent or probably going libertarian. Um, what's going to be really interesting, I guess, is going to be how the GOP because there's a fracture there. Let's face it. What's going to happen? Like I know there have been some GOP politicians that have joined the Democratic Party, and in a lot of ways, I don't want that because they're going to drag the Democratic Party right. The more of them there are. Because that you know they may be leaving the Republican Party, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they've they've become a progressive liberal. That just means that they don't like the party anymore. So they're still yeah. coming with their their ideology that they had when they were in the GOP and bringing that into the Democratic Party. Shit, just smell my mic. So <laughs> I've already done it once. So nah, <laughs> well, they didn't pick it up, so it was fine. Mm-hmm. There you it, go. But now everyone's going to know you did it because you yeah. drew attention to it. So it's 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 definitely um I think uh I think what you what you're seeing you're definitely seeing some Republicans feeling out if they can do a Trump, you know, some of the stuff that Ted Cruz has said that, you know, I work for the people of Texas, not the people of Paris or whatever the fuck it was. You know, it it's kind of it's it's sending out those feelers like can I can I do what Trump has done? Will people respond to me in the same way if I do the same thing and use the same rhetoric? Yeah. Um, it's a dangerous path. And that was one of the things about the acquittal is you almost give tacit um, approval to another president that doesn't like the results of the election to do the same thing. Because now, if, if, if let, let's just, let's play hypotheticals. 
Trump runs again in 2024. Is it be 24? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in 2024, and loses and does the same thing again. The, like, or okay, like oh, I shouldn't know because he wouldn't be able to be impeached because he didn't win. But you still give kind of like a tacit approval that someone else could do this and not face impeachment. Uh, or yeah. they would face impeachment, but they, you know, that they, you, can't, that they you can't ever succeed. convict someone. Or that they would You succeed. know, like that's the thing that people keep saying is you have to consider it. The, the next Trump is going to be cleverer and okay. better prepared and he's going to know what works and what doesn't. So, yeah. We've got we've got a guest. We've Hi, got Kazu. a little cat. We've got a little Kazu. He's he's come to to calm proceedings. <laughs> oh, he, yeah. You, he is you so squeak. fluffy. He is he the is. fluffiest. He he's such a squeaky boy. little boy. Blue Who's boy. going to have such an expensive catio? Spoil oh yeah. So yeah, we're, we're like sidetrack. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, I think it's next weekend. We're having the concrete foundations laid for. Um, so yeah, there might be uh, there might be uh, like a, a little gap between episodes while we're having some of the work done because obviously I can't record while there's concrete garden being. Do you think it'll up. only take a couple of days? Though, yeah, day or concrete. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're having the foundation laid for our catio, which is costing us fucking two grand. Um, I know the catio. That's then, just the foundation for the, the catio. catio is five grand. We could have bought like seven more casus. Yeah, yeah, it's Jesus it's Christ. brutal. And 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 I know I've just gone on a not the best time to do it, but I've just gone on a board game spurge. Um, uh, one of uh, my friends at work, her friend in Poland, has got a job in Switzerland, so he's purging his board game collection. So I've just been like, yeah, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. Um, I've got Nemesis coming, which is like Battlestar Galactica type thing, but alien. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so uh, you're all like uh, marines on or whatever on a ship that's been infested by aliens. Um, you have to, su- you all have to survive as a team, but you all have secret objectives. Um, so, uh, like one of you, I like one of the obje- I know one of the secret objectives is to ma- uh, to crash the ship, like to self destruct the ship. Um, mm-hmm. Like you're the that's the Ripley one, and there's other ones that want to get it back to Earth and. So yeah, it's really interesting. You have to work together to survive, but you all have ulterior motives. So yeah, it's, it, it should be really interesting. I can't wait. I've got like all the Kickstarter stuff coming for it as well. It's like nice. 475 euros worth of board game. Oof. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, it's going to be real, real fun. Uh, we're going to do an. We're actually going to do an episode um, coming up in the not too distant future where we talk just board games for a while. Um, and actually, uh, while we're talking about this, I like so our last episode, um, uh, the I don't know if you heard it, Bong, uh, we, me and Naomi did a, a head to head between Umbrella and Whalen Yutani to see who was the most evil corporation. Umbrella won, one, 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 uh, what? what? Oh, yeah, Whalen Yutani is just um, greedy as motherfuckers. What Cobra Commander versus Skeletor. Yeah, okay, that, that, that's actually better than what I was going to do, which was Marjorie Taylor Greene versus Boba, who's the craziest Republican. <laughs> I don't want to talk about them that much. I don't yeah, want to that's fair time. enough, yeah. No, I like yours, so there you go. That's our next little versus episode that we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do Cobra Commander versus Skeletor, who's the better bad guy. <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Versus Skeletor. Skeletor. Mimra versus Skeletor. Oh, that's another mm, good option. Yeah, maybe it could be a three-way. Uh, yeah, we so, could... no, I'm thinking Skeletal versus Cobra Commander because I think there's a there's some parallels in like they started out as quite OP, very evil villains, but gradually got depowered and became more incompetent and overshadowed by better villains in Hordak and uh, 
Is this a Pentor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could do a follow-up of Hordak versus Serpentor. Yeah. Um, although it's a case of what Hordak do you use? Do you use original Hordak or the new... Oh, uh, no, original Hordak. Because I do really because like... Because then you can talk about the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. <laughs> but I do really like Hordak in uh, the new She-Ra, Princess of yeah. Power. Yeah, we haven't finished watching that, though, so... Yeah, oh, it's, I, I know how it ends now, but... Yeah, I know how it ends, but I still want to see it. Yeah, so do I. It's the gayest. It's so great. Great. It's so, so fucking... It's so... Um, what, what, what would be the... Life-affirming. Life-affirming homopositive? Is that a word? Um, uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a good uh, word, strangely, though. No, but it, it is. It's very it's very um, LGBTQ positive. Yeah. Um, it's real, really, really, really cool. Um, some happy things to talk about while we talk about Doom and Gloom. GOP <laughs> could learn a lot from the remake of She-Ra. Actually, yeah, that should be mandatory viewing for, for all GOP senators now. Oh, God, could you imagine how much it would torture McConnell? It would be great. Amazing. Like, and the, this is the thing that I find really abhorrent about Lindsey Graham. Like, he's a gay man. How uh, can he... Just, like, that's not confirmed. Okay, well, all right. Like, it's, it's, it's heavily suspected um, that he is um, homosexual. I, and I, I do wonder if that's the 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 thing that's held over him to make him toe lines. I don't think it is. I really like. I've read mm. both of Bob Woodward's books on Trump now. Um, Fear and and, Rage. Really, yeah. and the the impression certainly that Bob Woodward came away with is that actually Graham just likes Trump, but like some of it's political expediency. He saw mm. the way things were going, was like, right, you know, I'm going to hitch myself to this guy because this is where the power is going to be. But I, it also seemed like over the the course of Trump's presidency, Graham became a, a confidant and an advisor, and there was a, some form of genuine friendship there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to, to kind of tie a knot in the, the impeachment talk, the basic upshot of everything was the, the, def, the prosecution put forward a very erudite, uh, factual... Um, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah. come on, wordsmith. Words. Compelling, compelling, and um, come on, Nero words. <laughs> you know words. I know words. I have the best words. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. I keep saying um as well. I noticed it in the last episode. I um too much. Yeah, I do but, apologize. But now you're listeners. fixating on it. And now I'm fixating yeah. on it. I'm trying so hard not to. I can't <laughs> think of other words. I just want to sit here and go um 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 um. um. Uh, so you did. <laughs> and then I just go on um. Uh, <laughs> ah, I need to stop. So yes, they put forward a very erudite, compelling, and uh, really well laid out case, and the defense just all the way through. It was a complete shit show. And it was it was very disheartening to see that it made no difference. It, it, it was never going to make a difference. I do really respect the shit out of um, Pelosi for stepping up and just calling out McConnell on his bullshit. Like, I know she took a lot of flack from it. And this is the one thing that I found really horrible. Um was that there's been a lot of shit thrown at the Democrats from the left since mm. saying that they, they didn't do enough, uh, they should have called witnesses. And I don't think it these people... It would have made a bit of difference. No. 
Exactly. No, this is, yeah, this is what I said. Like, people need to let go of the idea that there was like one magic trick the Democrats could have done that would have swayed the result. All we can really hope is that they're not, they're not, there's not, they're not going to be given the chance. I, I mean, God knows, regardless of who runs next election, you know that when it comes time to certify that election result, that next election result, the security around that capital is going to be locked. There's no yeah. way it can't be. And it's going to be like that for some years to come, I feel. They can't, they can't relax. Not until... Because even taking away... Let's let's remove the the the... For want of a better word, and that's what it is, corruption of the GOP, or at least the section of the GOP, and the vitriol and the the way that they're animating that particular base now. You've got to look at the 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 terrorist groups for because that's what they are. The like those yeah. white supremacist groups like the Proud Boys and the what's the other one? The other really the keepers. Um, the no, well, that's another one, but the other one I forget. Oh, I forget. I, I'm not going to remember the names of these groups on purpose because fuck them. Yeah, but uh, you know, while those groups are still active and still trying to recruit and still trying to push forward agendas and uh, and the before those people are rounded up, you can't relax security because even if you've not got a Save America rally going on and a figurehead like Trump trying to uh, direct you know directing this stuff, those people are still going to be there trying to make something happen, right? Even if it's just something as small as planting an incendiary device somewhere. Well, I've read an article actually about, in regards to the Proud Boys, um, where they are basically tearing themselves apart from the yes. inside. Yes, and wasn't one of their leaders revealed yeah. to be an informant? Yeah, and now they're believing, like even people they've been friends with doing these groups for, well, as long as they've been going, they're like, are they actually an FBI informant? They're just becoming hugely distrusting of one another, and it's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Man, the shitty people always turn on each mm-hmm. other. It's like case in point the when the EDL came to Cambridge. Yes, and they had to fight each other because no one would fight them. I think the thing is though, like it's obviously stuff like that is kind of good and speaks to maybe the direction that the country as a whole, not these small groups, want to go in. But you know, as you kind of strip these groups down to their core, you are left with the genuine lunatics. You know, it's like. When you get yeah. down to the last five people of the cold, they're the guys who are going to swallow the poison, you know? Or the guys that are going to go into the Texas book depository. Yeah. And, and I th- you know, like, for the, for the time being, until... Oh, the grassy knoll, I should until say. Until something else changes. <laughs> you know, Trumpism is what the GOP is built around right now. Yeah, or at least the, the mainstream GOP. Yeah. Um, you know, I w- you know, it's quite evident that there are GOP politicians... And, you know, we talk a lot about them at the Senate level and the House level. There are local GOP politicians that want nothing to do with this now. You know, people at the state level that are just like, fuck this shit. I just want to be a politician. But the voices that matter in the yeah. GOP with a couple of exceptions, like we talked about Mitt Romney, he's obviously, he's very much a never-Trumper. Um, but, the, you know, the voices that matter are still leaning into it. You know, McConnell may have disavowed him afterwards, but he was quite happy to use Trump to push through his own agendas for the past four years. You know, he'll find somebody else who can do the same thing for him if he can. Very true, very true. Well, I mean, 
like, to be honest, I don't really want to talk about this that much more. It's depressing as shit. I think I've said everything that I want to say. Has anyone else got anything that they want to add to this fucking vile discussion? Uh, the only thing I would love to have seen mm-hmm. is um, McConnell, while he was um, majority leader of the Senate, to do the Palpatine of, I am the Senate. <laughs> Just spin yeah, through the air. Opportunity. I think uh, it's, it's end on a positive note about American politicians. The um... Well, I was going to take a break and come back and talk about Biden. Okay, yeah. The Biden I was going to take, take a quick break and we'll just come back and do a little a little short segment where we just talk about Biden and the, 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 the current presidency. Obviously, there's been some fumbles, but there's been a lot of really good stuff happening and we want to ha- end on a happy note. God damn it. There's <laughs> got to be a happy ending to this shit. I mean, I know, I know. In years, in the, the sun is going to die, and the human race will cease to exist. The stars will grow cold. Expansion will happen. But quite frankly, right now, that's somewhat comforting. Maybe that is our happy ending. Yeah, maybe it is. But <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and then we'll talk a little bit about Biden and wrap things up for the wrap things up for the show. So we'll be back shortly. Boys. Right, so we're back. In the break, we've just been talking about grinding up orphans. For charity. Yep. For charity. Yep. Um, Naomi was just making a point that uh, charities are great. Like, everyone says charities are great. and Charities are great, but it's a valid point. The, it, it, yeah, the, if, if the fact that charities exist means something is fundamentally broken in society. You know, those charities are replacing government services, government funding, and everyone's like, oh, thank God we've got charities. I'm like, no. Demand better government, which ties in nicely. And I can't remember how we got onto grinding orphans, which I feel doesn't. Uh, and I used it. I, I basically described it with an allegory. Is that the correct term? Mm-hmm. Analogy. Or basically, analogy, yeah. Uh, basically, it's like praising someone for turning off the orphan grinding machine rather than asking, why the fuck do we have an orphan grinding <laughs> <Yeah>. machine? <laughs> Thank God we've stopped grinding orphans. But, uh, yeah. Oh, we stopped grinding those orphans. We're soil and green now. <laughs> Listen, to any dead person. That doesn't no, have to be an orphan. For, yeah, I know, but orphans taste so sweet and succulent. And take your word for that. <laughs> well, we are, we, are, we are the baby eating left. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not getting my quota of babies. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. I, well, I no, mean, no, but, I, but the sadness makes them taste so much sweeter. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it is fun to wear other people's faces. Do you know what I love most about the film Soil and Green? <laughs> it's that the original theatrical trailer tells you what Soil and Green is. Yeah. Immediately, what is the secret of Soil and Green? And then he fucking comes running in and yells, "Soil and Green is people," and that's the trailer. It's like they've no, no sense of subtlety about it at all. So we really want you to understand that it's people. Like, can you imagine, like, if that was an M, like, M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Ding Dong film? No, like <clears throat> the twist, like it, it's the pro, the prototype but, for. No, no, but at least if it was an M. Night Shyamalan film, yeah. It would uh, the twist wouldn't be revealed in the trailer, <laughs> and the twist would come at the end of the film. Has anyone actually enjoyed an M Night Shyamalan film? I don't think I have. I mm. I, I didn't like. Okay, I think I've mm. only seen The Sixth Sense by him. I've, I I enjoyed parts of Signs. Like there was a, there's a really good film in Signs that got ruined by the presence of Mel. Uh, this I have a real mixed feelings about Mel Gibson because obviously obviously he's an abhorrent human being, but he's a really fucking good actor. 
You're separating the artist from the work. I don't even know if you can. He's the road warrior. Yeah, and like We Were Soldiers, amazing film. Um, but uh, the I've seen Earth. The Sixth Sense. I already knew the twist, so that was kind of like, yeah, okay. It's mm. like Bruce Willis I maybe should have questioned why everyone was talking to him, apart from the kids who saw dead people. I haven't seen The Sixth Sense, just because I... Oh, sorry, spoilers. No, no I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, but, but I haven't seen it, largely because I just found... There was something about Haley Joel Osment that ground my gears, and I was just like... Uh, I've seen signs. Too close together for the size mm. of his head. Mm. I've seen signs, I didn't like it. Have I've watched, seen um, Village, and it's just a horrendous film from start to finish. Yeah, what was the one where uh, where it's the, the 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 flower spore thing? Well, the happening. Yeah, I that's seen that. terrible. Sorry, mm. you were saying Bungle. Uh, I was saying in regards to Haley Joel Osment. Have you guys watched The Boys? No. Oh, he's in that, isn't he? It's, it's a character in that, and it's just like, wow the the your eyes, nose, and mouth stayed the same sizes from when you were a child, and your head got bigger. Yeah, I I, I should. It, it, <laughs> it, it sounds really harsh, but it's like mm-hmm. the only way to describe it. So, like, you know, I mean, like you see something, like, and you just like it doesn't click. Like the features are a little bit close. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's like, uh, oh, was it Pie Face? Uh, the, the the fucking in Rick and Morty, the guys that have got the really sm- like the little bites thing. You know, the advert for little bites. They've got really big heads, but really small features, a little mouth, and little, oh, bits. Yeah. little bits, little bits, little yeah. bits. That's it. Or um. I, I, when I was yeah, saying Pie Face, the thing that popped into my head was Pie Face Records from Boosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's that's what it meant, was the little bits guys from... Uh, from Rick and Morty. Yes, that. God, my brain doesn't work properly. That's why I earn so much. But anyway, we're going to talk about nice things. Well, we are talking about nice things, I guess. Grinding orphans. Well, actually, I don't know. Insulting M- children. And Night Shyamalan films. Fuck, sorry, we failed on this part. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, in, like, in defense of signs, up until... A, you see the alien and it's really bad, and B, they are killed by water. Like, how fucking dumb are you as a as a species? You're like, all right, we're gonna go to what? What kills us? Water. Right, let's go to that planet that's like seventy percent water. Fucking great job, guys. That rains all the fucking time. You know what they're gonna one one good rain? Like they be they 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 never be able to take Amsterdam. It rains constantly. <laughs> They'd be fucked. I mean, obviously, things like umbrellas exist, and I guess they have space umbrellas. But the like there was because obviously, who's the other guy in Signs? Uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is great in that, and like the one scene where him and the kid are sat there with literal tinfoil hats on makes me die with laughter. It's so funny, and the the tension that builds in that film is really, really good. Like genuinely, I I think really, really good. It's just the end, the whole thing falls apart. Which is a shame because I thought like I really that, thought... that seems to be the pattern because the village the village is exactly the same like for a lot of the village it's very tense and very claustrophobic and you don't really know what's going on and there are lots of possibilities and then the end reveal where it's like oh actually it's the modern times it's, yeah this is it M Night Shyamalan always has to have a twist in his films and his twists always suck <laughs> yeah. so yeah oh but, mind you talking of um sorry, I was looking on DB because. Uh, mentioning Joaquin Phoenix reminded me of another awesome film I've seen of him, which is uh, Inherent Vice. I haven't seen that. Oh, What's it, it about? Is, uh, it's uh, set in the uh, 70s, well, 1970, in LA. A drug-fueled uh, LA private investigator, Larry Dog Sportello, investigates the disappearance of a former girlfriend. 
Okay. I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. Although yeah. we we have to start watching horror films. Yeah, we have to start watching horror films. I, I t- did I tell you about our project bung? Uh, Your confused face <laughs> suggests maybe oh, not. the no, the um the horror film. Doing, yeah, horror film. Um, yeah, yeah. So I need to. I, so I've got all the horror films sorted. I've started down. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. I've started acquiring them. That sounds even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting, I'm just like getting like you know going dude on the court dude on like street, hey mate mate you want it you want any horror films I, I've got I, I've, got, I've got Halloween Netflix. I've got Halloween you know do you need some Halloween do you need some Freddy do you need some Freddy I've got some Freddy for you <laughs> it's all good you're just uh, using your Shutter account your Netflix account your well to be, uh, to, Amazon to Prime be account. fair so to be fair there are some films which I don't have they are really hard to obtain because they're just from fucking years ago well like a hundred years ago yeah exactly so I'm using whatever means I can to obtain the films um, I'm guessing that's Nosferatu you're looking for there <laughs> I, I've got it yeah we've got Nosferatu um it, uh, it's a weird film. It, yeah, I'm, uh, there's another one as well, which is like um, it's 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 going to be an interesting watch because it's a uh, it's a, a vampire film and it's a German silent film and all the text is in German. So I don't know what we're going to oh. take away from it. Maybe learn some German, which might help with our Dutch. I don't know, uh, but that's going to be that's yeah. that, that, that's going to be our project. But like I was saying, Biden, nice politics. Politi- yes. So yeah. obviously Biden got straight into power and started. What, what, what was the phrase that he used? It's like I'm not making policy. I'm just uh, no. I'm not making laws. I'm just undoing bad policy, <laughs> which is like, fucking brilliant. Because like, how many uh, presidential um, executive orders? Executive orders. That's the word. Uh, One hundred over a hundred in the first fourteen days. That that man, he's got to have RSI by now. <laughs> <laughs> you get a stamp, wouldn't you? But it's just like writing all the fucking wrongs that are made by the previous yeah. administration. Oh, so I love it. It's just got into power. It's like, right, Paris Accords, we're back in. Nuclear, the Iran deal, we're going to start trying to work on that again. It's, it's just so refreshing. And it's so refreshing to be like, not hearing shit coming out of the White House every day. And when you do, it's just actual updates on the things that need to be done. Like, oh, we've got 100 million more vaccines, or 200 million more doses of the vaccine. Hey, like, this is what, is great, and I know you, Naomi, have been enjoying the shit out of the uh, the presidential dogs. Oh, the 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 Porville Office Twitter account. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if if you like dogs, which I assume you do, if you're a normal human being, yeah, go and follow the the Porville, P A W, um, Office Twitter account. It's 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 Biden's dogs, Champ and Major, and they also have a cat. You like? They've got a first cat, Winston, um, it, and it's just a cute, wholesome animal goodness. Are they the first presidential family to have a cat? No, the Clintons had a cat. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's a joke there, but I'm not going to make it. But the uh, they are the first family to have a rescue dog. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and what was the thing they tweeted out about uh, black cats not being adopted? Yeah, the, they they put out a tweet about how um, there was a particular shelter. Um, but they were but basically they were like, hey, there's this shelter. Here's a whole bunch of was it? I don't know if it was dogs or cats. It might have been cats. Who need homes? And, and the shelter got like emptied out. Yeah, you know they managed to get all their animals adopted. That is that's that that is just I, it's such a little simple thing, but it's like it's so affirming to see positive things coming out from politicians. Well, I think like we said when we were talking about it originally, when we could remember what it was actually about, like <laughs> the way people treat animals. We do our research on this podcast. <laughs> Somebody said a thing once, and it really moved me. 
Um, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was great though. Like, but yeah, the way people I'll tell you about this treat animals is often really indicative of how they treat people. So it's really reassuring to me when when politicians are nice to animals. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do believe, and you know, case in point, Ted Cruz leaving his fucking dog behind, yeah. like obvious asshole. Um, but yeah, I do. I do agree that it's if you know you can tell a lot about someone from how they treat animals, even if like they, they don't like them. You know, like. Rhett doesn't like, we watch a lot of Rhett and Link and Rhett hates cats, but he's not mean to cats. You know, he would never harm a cat. He just doesn't, he just thinks they're out to take over society. Which I mean, true. it's very possible, like fucking cats. Mm. I mean, I, I, I fucking okay. Yuki. <laughs> if Yuki could take over society, we'd all be in a much better place. She'd be a despot. No, she would be a benevolent despot. That was like that, Catherine the Great. That was another versus thing that I was I was thinking we could do. We could do like a head to head of Russian of Russian communist dictators. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, like I'm into it because I'm into my Russian history, yeah, but it would be so cool. depressing. <laughs> it's like okay, who, like you've got like the body count and uh, like, what, the, are we counting the Russia the, the the Ukraine famine, or are we saying that happened like because it was in a different country? It doesn't count. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that, I'm not. I'm not doing that. No. Really? Oh, it'd be fun. Maybe on my birthday think, we can do a, a uh, Lenin episode. Yeah. I'd, oh, yeah. I'd Naomi, so I was going to say, Naomi shares a birthday with Lenin. And I share a birthday what? with Kurt Angle. Mine's better. <laughs> How yeah, dare probably. you? How dare would, you insult I'd, our I'd, Olympic hero? I, I would rather share my birthday with Lenin than uh, Kurt Angle. But it's Arguably, Kurt Lenin achieved more. Okay, so we're going to do Kurt versus Lenin. Okay, yeah, that's it. Right. That's it. Ne so for Naomi's birthday, we're going to do a Kurt Angle versus Lennon episode. <laughs> I don't know what the criteria are going to be. I'm sorry, everyone. It, it's it's um, going to be a shit show. What you both show. need to do is basically get some set categories to do with them, like <laughs> oh, popularity, um, recognizability, and stuff like that. Make like a trump card. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's kind of, well, what we did with Waylon Yutani and Umbrella. We did a, a UFC 10-point must system. Um, and so each category was around uh, with the winner getting 10 points and the loser getting nine or eight if it was a domination by the other player. There was a lot of 10, 10 eight rounds because Umbrella just... Like, Umbrella would beat the shit out of Waylon and then uh, mm. um, then Waylon did come back on a couple of... But Umbrella was just far more evil. Listen so, to the episode. Yeah, go back, out. check out our last episode no, if you want to find out some more details about how we judge those two companies. It's really fun, even if I do say erm a lot. It, the thing is, when I'm talking off the top of my head, I don't erm. It's only when I'm trying to remember things. It's just like a placeholder. Yeah, that's, and, yeah, that's exactly what those yeah. kind of little micro words and things are. Because I was remembering a lot of things from research on that episode, I was erming like an absolute bastard so i do it's still a fun episode to listen to but i do apologize i should do some more editing and go get rid of no, the see, no. but it I, wouldn't I think, sound natural i think you're worrying about it too much maybe maybe uh anyway yes so biden he's he's done like he you know the obviously fox news and the the right of criticizing him for this the most ridiculous bullshit like he flew back to uh Den Camp david no, no, it was when he went back to... Oh, the Super Bowl, Delaware. Delaware. I was going to say Denver. Uh, I knew it was a D. He went back to Delaware on home, and everyone was like, he shouldn't be traveling during a pandemic. It's irresponsible. I'm like, motherfucker's on Air Force One. It's not like he's taking a fucking Delta flight. Well, I think that, you know, he, he, I, obviously I like him. Obviously I'm glad he's there. I think that any leader should be held accountable when it's required, regardless of 
of my personal feelings. But when the right are kind of being like, look at his dogs, his dogs aren't presidential. If that's the best they can do at the moment, he's doing great. I think it's just hypocritical. So they're criticizing him for taking Air Force One flying home for a weekend. Yet no one said shit. No one on the right said shit when Trump was holding his super spreader events. Or just going golfing at Mar-a-Lago every weekend. Yeah, and using Air Force One to do that. Yeah, yeah it's like everyone criticized um, him. Everyone criticized Biden. He took President's Day, a long weekend off on President's, uh, the holiday weekend, President's Day, went to Camp David and played some Mario Kart with his grandson. He went to Camp David. He didn't go to his own private resort and charge the Secret Service triple for staying there yeah. or whatever. He just went to the presidential retreat of Camp David and was a fucking granddad. <laughs> like, the guy's yeah. also a... Like, this is one of the things I love about Biden. He's a real person. Hmm. Like, he, you know, like, seeing him and Jill together, it's like, you can tell they are really in love. And it's really, yeah. it's really nice. After seeing four years of hand slaps, hand slap after hand slap and fake Melania's, which I like, yeah. I know there's lots of weird conspiracies, but I, that's one that I kind of believe because you look at those photos, man. I, I certainly believe she would rather pay someone to pretend to be her and hang out with Trump than do it herself. So yeah. I mean, and if you've got the option, you mm -hmm. would take it, right? Yeah. But um, like one of the things that I do really love about Biden, obviously he's been a politician for 40 plus years and he's made mistakes and he's owned up to those mistakes and he's been around the block. So, you know, he's been through the, the Obama presidency. So he, he knows the games that, like, fuck me. He taught McConnell half the game, half the fucking political maneuvering that he knows. So it's really nice. To, it's really inspires confidence that you have a president in office that knows all the tricks and all all the maneuverings and can play the game well. Yeah, yeah. I think I, there was a line, and I'm I'm going to misquote it, so I apologize. But there was a line in his um his speech, um, what do you call it? His inauguration speech, where he was he was saying about how enough of us have decided to move forward, um, which really rang with me because obviously when he was campaigning, he did talk about how he could reach across the aisle and how he knew how to get things done with you know both sides. Yeah. And it's obvious that he would like to do that, but he's also prepared to not do that, you know, because enough of us have decided that this is the direction of the country, that we yeah. aren't going to worry about those people who want to hold us back. Uh, yeah, exactly. And Bernie's chomping at the bit to do it. It's just like, <laughs> like, it's just like <laughs> are you going to do a Bernie impression? Um, <laughs> I, can, I, I mean, I could, I'm probably peak, but uh, <laughs> I've been practicing my Bernie. <laughs> the Republicans? They used the reconciliation bill. I am not going to be afraid to use it too. It's not the better. Like, fuck me, did I peak? Uh, I need to work on it a bit more, but uh, yeah. But like, every, all you need to do for a Bernie impression is shout really loud and use very curt syllables. Quite, quite a staccato. Yeah, yeah, yeah very staccato. Voice and try and put on your best kind of... I don't know, what, what, where is he from? What's the accent? Well, he's... A Vermont senator, but I don't know if he's originally from Vermont. I don't think from he is Vermont. from Vermont. I like, I don't mean this to sound the way it does, but it's that. It's a no. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's, it's just, I, I just can't say it. I can't say it without sounding like a cunt. So yeah. I'm not gonna say it. Look it um, up. Look it up. You, you've got the internet, right? Yeah. Now. No, it's just a very. It, it's a very Mel Brooks. Uh, um, it's very yeah. Mel, like Mel Brooks has got that same kind of intonation in a lot of his comedy stuff as well. Um, uh, that not necessarily the intonation, but the accent. Like if you watch Robin Hood Men in Tights, where he's um, 
uh, the moil, uh, like it's that same kind of uh, accent. Uh, that it, it's yeah, it, that's what it reminds me of is Mel Brooks. <laughs> I love listening to Bernie Torgo. Yeah, no, I, I mean he's, he's he's always so fired up about whatever it is. It's really great. It's, re- it's like that much animation in a man that old is fucking dangerous, man. Was like I was gonna say about uh, Bernie. No, Mel Brooks. Who was it? Well, like the, the 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 news anchor that confused uh, Mel Brooks with an, um, a politician. I have no idea. Oh, it was on. I saw it on some YouTube clip. Uh, never <laughs> mind. Again. Yeah. We saw a thing. We saw a thing. Very, I would anyway, tell you about it, but I've forgotten. But it's something to do with Mel Brooks, and it was great anyway. But yes, yeah, so <laughs> like, to end on to to, to like we were saying to end on more of a positive note. But the Biden presidency has got off to a very good start, a very promising start. The only real um, like controversy, controversy recently has been, um, was it a press secretary um, who threatened to end someone? Uh, the guy who's got cancer and they, like, you know, because Biden gave that speech about um, if you are mean to anyone, you'll be gone. And what they've done, um, they, they suspended him and the guy resigned. So he was gone. Like, so, yeah. like, he, he, look, like, you know, there's been, there has been some, there has been, that's like the only real major controversy, uh, none of this propaganda controversy, as I like to call it. And <clears throat> it was resolved in a proper, meaningful way. So I think all the signs are pointing to something good. Let's hope the, the, the thing that worries me and uh, like the thing that I hope isn't going to be the case is that the states where like georgia that were managed to be flipped the voter suppression isn't going to kill things next time round. yeah yeah it's more you've got to, yeah you've got to keep people mobilized i mean stacy abrams like people like stacy abrams mm-hmm. are going to be key to keeping things moving forward she did such a fucking like she is a fucking hero genuine fucking hero she did such an amazing job and she's a fucking author as well like she did all this she's so she's a politician she's an author like like actually fuck you you're too good <laughs> you're too good a person <laughs> <laughs> fuck you she's great no she really is um talk about it, like like i you, you can all it's it it might seem a little bit um what's the word i'm looking for a little bit because uh, I, I I I made the comparison. Uh, she's almost like a modern day Martin Luther King in a lot of ways. Do, would you agree, or do you think that's? I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like that's it's a, a judgment. That's a call for for us personally. Well, no, to make. no, it's like, probably I, not. Oh, no, yeah, I'm sure not. there are some parallels. I think the the thing I think people need to aware of and i don't know how much of it is a real problem and how much of it is just mm. people worrying is that now we put all the burden of keeping things good on people like stacy abrams yeah. and be like well, right she did it in georgia she's got to show us how to do yeah. it somewhere else the thing is what she should be and what i think like she's a rallying point i think people can certainly look at what she did and yeah. be like how can we do this in our own states and probably That's in every I mean. state you will need a slightly different approach exactly but what i mean is she she she's a rallying point for people in other states that to like She's a model. She's laid out a, a foundation, a, a groundwork of how you do this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She, she's, yeah, she's fantastic. I was just trying to offer praise. I was trying to say nice things. Yeah, no, you know, no, I get, I get that completely. I just feel like it, it's, it, yeah, not it's not a comparison not, that it's not we, we can make. Can judge yeah, properly. yeah, no, completely. Like, but she's I think, completely awesome 
I, I think- and she deserves like so much praise and so much support. But what I see is a lot of people being like, ha ha, send safety Abrams to this state, send it to yeah, this. Yeah, that's state. not, you can't put all the burden on yeah. one person. You are, you are very right. Um, so yeah, that's some positive happiness for a little short ending. Does anyone yes. else? Bung, what are you going to, I, I cut you off there. Sorry, what are you going to say? And uh, yay. Yeah. So does anyone anyone want to contribute any other nice things to this part of the show? No, I think we're good. (laughs) That's enough niceness. You've had your quota. Back to doom and gloom. Fuck off, everybody. We'll see you next time. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When we talk about supervillains. Um, we've got so yeah coming up actually uh, just a little quick rundown so coming up we've, we've got some plans for like I say an episode on board games we've now got plans for an episode on on 80s cartoon villains which is going to be fun uh, we've got there will be a Wrestlemania review coming up you, are you going to yeah. watch Wrestlemania Bong are you not uh, I know you're not a big wrestling person but uh, no I never used to watch wrestling when I went over to yours so yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and it, I, to be honest, I don't know how good it's going to be. It's going to be a bit uh, of a tortuous thing. After watching the uh, the glory days, I don't even know if I call them the glory days anymore. I mean, it's definitely better. Well, I don't. There, there are aspects that are better than the current product. Like they would they would make stars, but um, there's the, you know from bell to bell in ring work, the product's so much better on average now than it used to be. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's for a wrestling episode. That's. That's another versus we could do. What? Attitude Era versus Current. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'd have to get Nat and James in on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think that could be a really interesting, a really interesting hoedown. Uh, so, Attitude Era versus Work Rate Era. Yeah, yeah. So that's another plan. That's another plan that we've got coming up. Um, and likewise, I uh, just want to say, if you ever want to reach out to us, you can contact us at show. Uh, the email address is show at proteinramblings.com or you can check out our Facebook uh, page as facebook.com forward slash proteinramblings. Um, also, our website, proteinramblings.com. We're pretty much everywhere. We're ubiquitous. And uh, watch this space because we're going to be having, we're going to be launching a Patreon in the not too, I know we talked about it way back when, but obviously show rebranding, all that kind of stuff. We are going to be launching a Patreon in the not-too-distant future, which is going to have some cool rewards in there, uh, including Discord channel access um, options for AMA, voice chat, uh, and even uh, gaming with us on occasion. So, uh, yeah, watch this space. Obviously, I'll, I'll talk about it on the podcast when we do launch it. Uh, so, yeah, we've got some interesting stuff coming up in the near future. So stick with us and check out the episodes as they come. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed what's been uh, started off as a kind of depressing thing, but has hopefully ended on a more uplifting, positive <laughs> note. Like everyone should, be, every, everyone should be happy. Things are getting better, even if we are still stuck in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, we can hope. <laughs> We've got a vaccine. Things are trending upwards. Let's have hope, people. I want to put positive. End on. Like, hope shall never die. Hope shall never die. No. Right. right. Well. Everyone stay safe. We'll love you and leave you and we shall see you next time. Bye. Bye. Peace and love.